You're listening to the Earn That Body Podcast, episode number 279. Welcome to the Earn That Body Show with Kim Eagle. Kim is an award-winning personal trainer. She trains her clients all over the world online and is passionate about empowering people by getting fit and healthy. Welcome back to the new episode today for you. I feel like, okay, summer is at the end here. You listened to all the encore episodes in the last few weeks, and now we are ready to dive into my favorite season, fall. We're not there quite yet, but I know we're getting closer, and I just want to make sure that I bring you a lot of new topics, health, fitness, nutrition-related inspiration, guidance, things to get you back on track after a summer that, I don't know about you, but the summer here in Austin was brutal and still is. I feel like I don't see an end in sight right now to three-digit temperatures, but I do feel like there is light at the end of the tunnel. It's coming. It's almost fall. And maybe your kids have gone back to school and you're feeling a little bit of relief. And maybe you're feeling like, oh, you just ate so bad all summer and now you want to do a detox diet. You want to do a cleanse. You want to do all the things you see online that tell you that you should buy these cleanse powders and you should go on this liquid diet because it's going to detoxify your liver. And that sounds good right now because maybe you drank a lot all summer. But I am here to talk to you today about all of that. And I want to make sure you make the right choices before you dive into any of those programs. And I also want to give you a little sneak peek into a nutrition program that I've talked about already, the Real Food Reset that starts in September. So stay tuned for all of this information because I want to recharge you and get you ready for fall season, feeling your absolute best, but I also want you to do it the right way. So we're going to talk about all of that after this. And now, it's time for the Eagle's Eye on Health. These are Kim's quick tips, latest health news, or piece of weekly inspiration. In today's Eagle Eye on Health, coming to you from WebMD, they had a great article that came out, and I thought it was a pretty important one that I ought to share with you. might come at a really good time as well. It says, no amount of alcohol is safe for the heart. That's what it says, no amount. Did you hear that everyone? Because you know how you've all heard that a glass of wine a day is good for you, all of that? Well, I think you should listen to this one. Here's what they had to say. The widely held notion that consuming small to moderate amounts of alcohol is good for cardiovascular health is not supported by the data the World Heart Federation says. In fact, the evidence is clear that any level of drinking can contribute to loss of healthy life, the organization says. And over the past several decades, the prevalence of cardiovascular disease has nearly doubled and alcohol has played a major role in the incidence of much of it. Now, the portrayal of alcohol as necessary for a vibrant social life has diverted attention from the harms of alcohol use, as have the frequent and widely publicized claims that moderate drinking, such as a glass of red wine a day, can offer protection against cardiovascular disease. Now, these claims are at best misinformed and at worst an attempt by the alcohol industry 
to mislead the public about the danger of their product. Now, the WHF conclusions follow a recent report in the Lancet based on the Global Burden of Diseases, Injuries, and Risk Factors study, which found that there is no safe level of alcohol consumption. Now, in 2019, nearly 2.4 million deaths were attributed to alcohol, accounting for 4.3% of all deaths globally and 12.6% of deaths in men aged 15 to 49. Now, when I read that, I have to tell you, that just kind of like, it was just like a pound in the chest to read that men of the age of 15 are being impacted by alcohol death. Now, even small amounts of alcohol have been shown to raise the risk of cardiovascular disease, including coronary disease, stroke, heart failure, hypertensive heart disease, cardiomyopathy, atrial fibrillation, and aneurysm. Studies that claim otherwise are largely based on purely observational research, which fails to account for relevant cofactors, according to the organization. Now, based on their summary of evidence to date, there's no reliable correlation between moderate alcohol consumption and a lower risk of cardiovascular disease. And alcohol is also a major avoidable risk factor for cancer, digestive diseases, intentional and unintentional injuries, and several infectious diseases. Alcohol use also has significant economic and social costs, which include costs to individuals and health systems, productivity losses, as well as the increased risk of violence, homelessness, and criminal activity. Now, the WHF policy brief calls for urgent and decisive action to tackle the unprecedented rise in alcohol-related death and disability worldwide. Recommended actions include boosting restrictions on alcohol availability, advancing and enforcing drinking and driving countermeasures, increasing access to screening, brief interventions, and treatment for alcohol use disorder, enforcing bans on alcohol advertising, establishing a uniform minimum legal drinking age, and mandating health warnings on alcohol products. I think it's fascinating because again, we've all heard, and a lot of us want to hear, that a little bit of alcohol is good for you. But according to what they're saying right now, it is not. There is no amount of alcohol that is good for you. Now, am I saying that I'm never going to drink now because I read this article? No, but I really drink in very, very small bits. I am a very moderate drinker. I have two to three drinks a week max, and that's usually a glass of wine. Um, or I drink a beer before my long run nights, uh, or before my long run days, I should say. But that's it. I, do, I am at an age... I am now 50 years old, woohoo. I'm now at an age where I don't like how I feel after the second glass. And the more I read, the more I know that alcohol, it's somewhat of a toxin. It's not doing a lot of things in your body to help you. If anything, it's creating some inflammation and it does have sort of a toxicity in the body. And so it is important that you realize that if you're grabbing that glass of wine every night, and trust me, I've been there. There were years in my life where I had been there. But if you're at that point, I just want you to think and reassess if you truly need that because we know you don't. But I know you want that. And again, I've been there. I get it. And I don't judge you because there are times in our lives 
where sometimes we do need that one glass. And one glass a night, I'm not gonna say that's the end of the world, but one glass every night of the week, it really adds up and it will impact your sleep and it will impact your overall health and it will impact your weight loss and it will impact just your overall well-being over time. You don't think it does, but it actually does. And it's funny, I was just talking to a friend of mine recently and I was telling her that there, I know three people, I think I only know three, how sad is that? I know three people who don't drink, literally meaning they don't drink. They maybe had one drink in their life and it didn't work out for them and they don't drink. Now you wanna know what's interesting about these people who don't drink? They have something in common. They look absolutely incredible. And when I say they look, I'm really talking about like when you look at these people, their skin is vibrant. It's like they radiate something from their face, from their eyes, from their skin that nobody else has. And all I can equate it to is the fact that these people, these three people who've never looked better, trust me, they, they don't drink. And so that in itself tells me that something is going on with alcohol because it is obviously doing something to those of us who do drink and then not doing that to those of us who don't. So just something to think about. And again, I'm not saying that you shouldn't drink anymore, but there's certainly no health benefits to drinking. So maybe don't fool yourself or if you hear that, try and remember that a lot of that comes from the alcohol industry saying those things and they're based on observational studies, not hardcore research. Now it's a perfect segue in today's, into today's topic, which is talking about these detoxes, right? Because so many people come off summer break. We had all these vacations, trust me, I, I had them too. I just got back recently from Chicago, a week in Chicago, taking my son there, getting him set up at DePaul University, which just side note, yes, Charlie has transferred to a new college. The kid decided that he passionately wants to study film and they just didn't have a film program at the college he was going to in Pennsylvania, Lafayette College, which he loved so, so very much. So it was a heartbreak for him and for us to see him pick another school, but he made the very mature decision and decided that he really wanted to study film. He knew that this is what he wanted to do and DePaul has an incredible film school. So Charlie has um, transferred to DePaul University in Chicago and thankfully he will be running for them too. He is now a blue demon and will be on their running team. So I'm pretty excited for him. But that all being said, I just spent a week in Chicago. So I get the need. And I get the desire for wanting to just like cleanse your body, right? But the problem is this, we wanna cleanse our body and we don't know how to do it. So I've actually done a podcast before. It's called Detox Diets, Yay or Nay. It was number 277 if you want a little more detail on that. And we're gonna talk a little more in depth about it today. So you kind of don't have to go back if you don't want to, but if you want more information, you certainly can. Episode number 277. Now, here's the thing. I recently asked uh, on my private Facebook page for my Earn That Body clients, just so you know, if you've ever done any Earn That Body program, you can be in our private Facebook group. And I recently asked, are any of you feeling off track or even in a rut this summer? And the answer was a big fat yes by like everybody. 
And it's really hard in the summer, as you know, to get the workouts in. The kids are home from school. Your schedules are completely off. You're traveling. You have family in town. I get it. Summer is super fun, but it can be really tough if you're trying to stay healthy and you're trying to stay fit, right? And so we come off of summer and like I said, my, my group community, you know, all of us feeling off track in a rut and, and you just, you want guidance. You want to get on some kind of program where you can just cleanse your body, right? You don't want to go on some program where it's going to be like slow weight loss and starting all over. <laughs> I say that because I know how some of you feel right now. You're like, I, I get the emails and they say, hey, I feel like I need to repeat the Earn That Body program, but I, I just need something a little quicker to get me back on track right now. I get it. And so people go and they sign up for these detox programs that they see Beyonce did and they, they see this person did and JLo's saying you should do this one and you, this one's saying you should do this. And before you know it, you're online and you're like buying some kind of cleanse where they're going to sell you all of these supplements that you need to take to detox your liver and they're going to tell you that you need to drink your meals for five days. All of that, right? <laughs> all of that. Well, I want to talk to you about the caution that you need to have before doing some of these types of programs. And I want to break down four of the most popular types that you're probably hearing about. Now, a lot of people think January is a great time to take positive steps for that healthier lifestyle, but I always say that September to me feels like the time that everybody wants to because you're coming off summer break, which is kind of like coming off Christmas break, but it was even longer. And so you're really ready to get your body back on track. And detoxes typically fall under probably I'd say three different umbrellas. There's the one that replaces food with liquids. There's those that claim to support your body's natural detoxification process. And then there's those that cleanse your digestive tract via the colon. Those are the kinds of things that you hear about when it comes to these detox programs. And the goal of a detox is to flush out the toxins, so they say, that our bodies come in contact with every day. Um, maybe it's the toxins in the air. It could be toxins in the food we eat, products we use. I mean, just think about products that we put on our skin. The skin is the biggest organ of the body. And so if you're putting products on your skin that are toxic, then it's going into your body, right? So these are the kinds of toxins that the detoxes are talking about getting rid of. And it could start with something like this. The number one, and I'm not saying it's the number one, but it's the first one on my list. <laughs> the juice or the smoothie cleanse. Often you will go into these juicing places and they will sell you a cleanse program based on their juices or their smoothies. And what they say is that these liquid-only cleanses, which are probably the most popular of most of the cleanses, they will replace solid foods with a selection of fruit, a selection of vegetables, and they're all going to be in a juice or a smoothie. And typically, the juice and smoothie cleanses, they can last anywhere from 3 to 21 days. And some people go even longer. I don't understand how you can drink for that long and not eat real food. Like, 
That just would never work for me. First of all, I would be starving no matter how many calories those things have. I like to eat real food. I don't know about you, but I don't want to just drink my food all day long. Now, there's a lot of companies out there that sell these kind of cleanses. Um, and you can buy juices and smoothies from a lot of the specialized shops in your area as well. Now, drinking fruit and vegetable-based juices, um, hopefully they're fresh pressed, and that would be something you'd want to ask. Um, some of them are certainly healthy in some respects. They're packed with nutrients. They can have a lot of vegetables in them. But also some of those smoothies and drinks have all the fiber taken out. So it depends how they're making them. Um, you know, if they're putting them through some kind of juicer, then usually all the fiber is being taken out and you're just getting the juice. When you do that, you're getting all the sugar and none of the benefit in terms of fiber. The fiber is really the healthy, healthy part you want from your fruit and vegetables. So some of these smoothies and drinks, that can be a problem if they're taking out the most important part of it, right? Now, some people claim there's a difference between a detox and a cleanse, but I want you to know it's pretty difficult to differentiate between those two because neither method has any kind of standard scientific definition. And there's by all means a huge overlap. So that first one, the juices and the smoothie cleanses, that's the first one that a lot of people get sucked into. Now the next one is a liver detox. It's pretty trendy. Um, a lot of people say, oh, I got to do a liver detox. The goal of a liver detox is to deliver a big boost to the body of detox with detoxification, I guess you could say. They want to detoxify your system by improving the liver function. And this totally sounds great, right? I mean, it, I mean on paper, that sounds really good. And it's never a bad idea to eat a diet that supports healthy liver function. I'm never going to deny that. But you don't need a formal detox, quote unquote, in order to do so. Now, fortunately, I have to say we are all very lucky. You want to know why? Because the liver is designed to handle the toxins that we're exposed to. The liver is actually already the detoxification organ in our body. So instead of doing a detox to help the liver work, the liver does work. That's what its job is. You really just want to focus more on eating diets that are rich in raw cooked vegetables, um, raw and cooked fruits. Even. I mean, I don't really cook fruit, but some people, I guess they do. And you want to make sure you have a lot of soluble fiber in your diet, like beans and nuts and grains. And what else do you think you want to do if you want to help your liver out? You want to limit alcohol. As I just said about alcohol, there's no benefit to drinking alcohol and alcohol is impacting your liver. So if you really want to help detoxify your liver, stop drinking alcohol. And I love telling people that because they desperately usually want to go on this kick and this detox and that. And I say, well, the very best thing you can do is just stop drinking alcohol. And they look at me like, eh, I don't want it that bad. <laughs> it's not really worth it to them all the way if they have to give up alcohol. But that's probably the best thing you could possibly do if you wanted to detox your liver. Now, the next one on the list 
that people do to detox their body is they restrict how much food they eat, right? They either restrict how much food they eat or they'll restrict certain food groups. And they say that they're doing it to flush the body of toxins and improve their overall health. Restricting or eliminating certain foods in your diet, that can be helpful under very certain circumstances and if it's done the right way. So some people benefit from a cleanse because it removes food groups that may cause them discomfort. Like for example, if they are if they have celiac disease and obviously you have to remove gluten from your diet. Some people are very sensitive to dairy. So maybe you do have to take dairy out of your diet. And that would be a benefit to you. But here's the thing everyone, Don't take gluten out of your diet if you don't have celiac and you don't have some kind of reaction to gluten. A lot of people say, well, I'm gluten sensitive. If you know you're gluten sensitive and you eat something and it bloats you, then yes, you are. And you should avoid that thing that bloats you, right? And dairy definitely does that for many people. But it doesn't do it to all people. And I see a lot of people come to me with questions and my clients come to me and they don't eat gluten and they don't eat dairy and they don't eat this and they don't eat that. And I ask them, well, okay, so do you have celiac? Do you have an intolerance? Like, why did you take those things out of your diet? And they'll say, because I know it's healthier not to have them. Not true. And if you listen to this podcast, you know how I feel. There's nothing wrong with gluten in your diet if you do not have a sensitivity I eat all kinds of bread and pasta and things with gluten. I don't have any sensitivity. I can eat it. I feel fine. I'm healthy. I eat the right kinds of healthy carbohydrates, I should say. I don't just go eat a bunch of enriched white food. Same with dairy. If you don't have an intolerance, don't feel like you have to take dairy out of your diet. There's a lot of nutritional value in dairy. And so many people are taking this entire food group, you could say, out of their diet. And guess what? That can be a bit of a risk because now you've just taken a huge source of your calcium out of your diet. And if you're not supplementing that in some way, Especially for women, we need calcium as we age and our bones are changing, right? And osteoporosis is a very important thing you have to be aware of as we age. You want to make sure you're not taking out these huge food groups that provide a lot of nutrition for our body. So be very careful if you're eliminating something that your body actually needs. And by all means, be very cautious about restricting food to a very low calorie level. Because yeah, you'll drop weight really fast because you're not eating. But you can't sustain that because your body wants to stay alive. That's a good thing. And you'll end up binge eating later. And that's why they say it all the time. And it's so true that if you go on one of these fad diets, and basically to me, a food restriction diet is a fad diet, you're going to gain all the weight back, if not more. And that happens all the time because it's not sustainable. And that is not a way to so-called detox your body. Now, the last one that you may or may not have heard of is the colon cleanse. 
Some people think they need to do a colon cleanse. Now, most cleanses attempt to get rid of toxins through certain nutritional changes, but there are also cleanses that attempt to flush the body from your other end. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna say it like that. Now, colon cleanses attempt to cleanse the digestive tract and rid the body of toxins by promoting you to have bowel movements. And they do this by giving you supplements that basically have laxatives in them. Now, colon hydrotherapy, also known as a colonic, removes waste manually by flushing the colon with water. Either way, these cleanses work to remove built up waste, which they claim, and I'm saying claim in bold letters right now, will also remove toxins and improve overall health. But not only are colon cleanses extremely unpleasant, I can't even imagine, I've never done it and never will, but they're also very dangerous. And uh, according to an article in Healthline, colon cleanses and colon hydrotherapy should be avoided Avoid it, everyone, not done, avoided, unless done at the direction of a physician. And they may cause stomach cramping, diarrhea, vomiting. Uh, more serious outcomes can include bacterial infection, perforated bowels, and electrolyte imbalance. These things can cause kidney and heart problems, all right? So you need to be very cautious if anyone ever tries to talk you into one of these. I know a few people who have done these. I wanna let you know right now, nothing changed for them. They were very unhealthy eaters. They felt awful. So they thought that this would cleanse their system. They cleansed with a colon cleanse. They went right back to how they ate before. They made no changes and they're heavier than ever. There is nothing about a colon cleanse that is healthy for you, all right? Just so you know, the body takes care of all of that for you. Your digestive tract is working for you all the time. It is not meant to have something go inside and do some kind of internal cleaning. And just so you know, when you do that, sometimes you're flushing out the good bacteria that you need up there and create a lot more problems by doing that. So even though it sounds like it would be this great thing. And I know some people get really constipated. So for them, the thought of just flushing it all out sounds like heaven. And I get that. But really, you should be focusing on a diet high in soluble and insoluble fiber to help clear out that kind of waste, if you want to talk about it that way. All right. That is going to be so much more beneficial to you than ever doing some kind of colon cleanse. Now, in theory, on paper, these detox cleanse programs, they sound good, right? I mean, I get it. Again, we're coming off summer and we feel kind of blah. We just want to clean out our system. But again, according to this article in Healthline, they said that the truth about detoxes is they are completely unnecessary. Detoxes are not the best way to improve your health. The body is basically it has its own built-in detoxifier. That is what we call the liver. The liver's main function is to process toxins, convert them into non-harmful compounds that the body is either gonna use or it's going to get rid of. 
So basically your liver is already doing all that hard work for you to cleanse your body of all of these toxins every single day. You've already got this awesome detoxifier in your body doing it. You don't even have to ask it to do it. It's doing it for you, right? Now, surely you might think, well, these detoxes, they must deliver at some level, right? Otherwise, why would people do them? Well, the thing is, it's just like all of those fad diets. You may see some positive results. And that's usually weight loss. That's all most people really care about. At the end of the day, did they lose weight when they did the detox? And pretty much it's always the same answer. Yeah, of course they did at first, but losing weight at first because you'd stopped eating or you took out certain food groups, that doesn't mean that the weight loss continues because you're not going to be able to stay on a program like that for very long. And once the regular diet is resumed, that weight comes right back. And a lot of that initial weight that they lose, a lot of it is just water weight as well. So it's something that you really want to think about before you ever fall into one of these types of detox programs. They're unnecessary. They're unpleasant. Some of them are dangerous as well. So what can you do when you're feeling kind of (laughs) crappy and you want to just dial it all back in? Well, the first and best thing you can do is you wanna start hydrating with water. So kind of help your system flush it out by drinking plenty of water throughout the day. You also wanna take in that soluble and insoluble fiber. You're gonna get a lot of that from your fruit and vegetables. Let that help your system naturally help the digestive tract take care of everything, and that way you can eliminate on its own, right? You want to really keep your added sugar to a minimum. For sure, you got to get the sugar down. And of course, you want to avoid a lot of these enriched, highly processed carbohydrates. But you don't want to stop eating carbohydrates because the body needs that food group, right? But you want to get rid of these processed white foods. That's a great way to get things started. And then make sure that it's not just about food. If you've had kind of a crazy, hectic summer, how about also focusing on resting, recovering, relaxing, getting off social media? Because that is so toxic, right? I think we all need the cleanse for that one. But that also is going to make a big difference. And you can do a lot of that rest and recovery and relaxation by getting back to deep breathing, meditation. We've talked about meditation before. It's super hard. Even I have dropped the ball on it lately, but I look forward to getting back at it right now because I know it is essential. I know that it's not just about diet to be healthy. I know it's not just about exercise to be healthy. You've also got to practice relaxing your mind because the mind is going a million miles a minute, isn't it? So getting that done as well is super, super important. And of course, please remember that if there is something you want to give up because you feel so awful, give up alcohol. And I mean, give it up. We don't need it. And if you feel like you do, then can you at least limit it 
to the two to three drinks on the weekend. There's, I feel like there's no reason anyone should be drinking during the week. It's just, I understand you wanna go out to dinner and enjoy a glass of wine, and I think that that can be done in a healthy way. But it might not be two glasses of wine, and it's certainly not gonna be a bottle of wine. And I'm not speaking down on anybody who is doing that because like I said, we've all been there and there are times in our lives when we do go through that. And maybe you're in that spot right now and that's what you need to get through it. But I am here to tell you that I would love to pull you out of that because my overall goal is to help people feel their absolute best. I want you to feel amazing and I know that alcohol is never the thing that is helping people feel amazing. And sometimes you need to wait till you're ready. Um, sometimes, you know, I have people say, I, I'm not ready to give up that wine right now. And you know what? I think that's awesome that you are so clear that you can verbalize it like that because one day you will be ready. And that is a great day because that's gonna be the first chapter of feeling amazing. Now, all that being said, so don't do a detox, don't do a cleanse, look at all the harm. So what is my real food reset program? It's 10 days. Is it a cleanse? Is it a detox? No, it's not a cleanse or a detox. I'm not selling you any supplements. I'm not going to make you drink any shakes and I'm not going to starve you. That's not the point of the 10 day real food reset. The 10 day real food reset is an opportunity and a way and a strategy to help you in a time like this where you're coming off summer, you're coming off vacation and you feel bleh and you want to do something, but I'm telling you don't do all those things because they're not good for you. Well, I wanted to create a 10 day program that was good for you, that would still help you feel your best, get your system back on track, recharge your nutrition, and really sort of reset your system. And the best way to do that is by taking chemicals out of your diet. Now, this is what I did before my Fit at 50 photo shoot. I don't know if you've seen some of the pictures, but I just launched them this month as I turned 50. If you didn't get the newsletter, um, definitely go to earnthatbody.com forward slash newsletter. It's awesome, once a month, lots of great health info in there, free for you every month. But right before that photo shoot, I also wanted to look and feel my best. And I was never gonna go on a cleanser or a detox because I know that those are terrible for you. And I'm never gonna starve myself because that'll just mess up your metabolism and make it harder for you to lose weight later, which would be like a couple weeks later. And you don't wanna go through that either, especially as we get older. So I took all chemicals out of my diet and I only ate real food for 10 days. I didn't have any alcohol. I didn't have any added sugar. After 10 days, I could not believe how incredible I felt. Now, does it mean that I rocked the 10 days without wanting any of those things? Absolutely not. It was a struggle some days. I certainly wanted the chocolate chip cookie that everyone else was eating at night or the glass of wine that my husband was drinking with dinner. Yeah, I wanted that too, but I knew that I could do anything for 10 days. And the result was pretty amazing. Um, I honestly, I didn't have weight to lose, but I lost a couple pounds. But more than that, like my skin got super clear. I was so energetic. My sleep got better. I feel like my bowel movements were the best they had ever been. And I just felt amazing. And that's when I was like, you know what? I got to share this with everyone because I want you to have something 
that you can do because sometimes we just need a program to follow. Like we all know what to do, but sometimes we need these 10 guidelines of how to do it. But I wanted you to do it in the right way without starving, without taking out entire food groups. Um, I just, the only food group I want you to take out of your diet in this program is chemicals. And so even that, I started doing so much research as I put this program together and I kind of got angry and sad that there are so many chemicals in the everyday healthy foods that we eat too, including me. So I started looking at everything I was eating, what was in my bread and my tortillas, um, what was in this dairy product, what was in that. And I couldn't believe that almost all of them had additives, preservatives, a chemical of some sort. And so figuring out how to work with that in this 10-day program is what I put together to help you get through the 10 days as well so that you feel amazing. Now, it's not something you live on forever because that's not realistic because there are chemicals in our foods. And some chemicals are absolute no-nos. Like, you know, there's some things that I don't eat ever. And then there's some chemicals that it's like, you know what, that in very small moderation, like that's never going to hurt you. So there's some things that you're going to bring back, but I didn't bring everything back. And so I still feel really good. So if you're interested in the Real Food Reset, it starts September 12th. It is for 10 days. The first time I offer a program, we do a big Facebook private support group. And it's pretty awesome because it keeps you a little more accountable in these kind of um, programs. So I would say this is the best and most opportune time to do it, to be in that first group. But after September 12th, you will still have the ability to do the Real Food Reset. It just won't have that group support. So you can go to earnthatbody.com. There is a big button right on the front that says Real Food Reset if you want to get that information. The program at this point is more than half sold out. Um, I do try to limit how many are in the private group because I like it to be real supportive and real interactive. So I will limit how many people are in it. But I highly encourage, please sign up. This 10-day program, it's, it's a favorite of mine. And oh, by the way, no calorie counting, no macro tracking. It has nothing to do with any program I've ever offered before. So all new, I think you're really gonna love it. And it's definitely what you should do if you're feeling kind of blah, please stay away from the detoxes, the cleanses, and things that will do more harm than good. All right, everyone, get ready for fall. I know I'm excited, and the Earn That Body podcast is always here to bring you fitness, nutrition, and health information you can put into play right away. For more information about Kim Eagle's online programs, go to earnthatbody.com. Or check out Earn That Body on all forms of social media, including Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, and YouTube.